It is podcast time, hockey fans. Thank you for watching this Dan K. Show production presented by the Pueblo Bulls. The Las Vegas Desert Cup Hockey Tournament is celebrating its ninth year of great hockey in the desert. They offer a unique feature in which players can participate in a high-caliber hockey tournament while also enjoying a vacation on the Las Vegas Strip. Families throughout the years have created lasting memories of their time with the tournament, and they look forward to hosting you and your player this upcoming year. Pricing includes a five-game guarantee, 15-20-20 stop time, jersey, pant shell, game socks, Desert Cup welcome gift, all included. For registration information, go to www.dankshow.com backslash the hyphen desert hyphen cup, or go to at the underscore Dan K Show on Instagram to find the link in our bio. Welcome in, folks. It is the Dan K Show Summer Sessions. No summer vacation here. No time off of the Dan K Show this year. We had a little thing called the NCDC Draft that took about a, a month of work. We had a little thing called, you know, getting getting the season ready. That took another month of work. All of a sudden, it's June. Memorial Day weekend, gone. Rearview mirror. The unofficial start to summer came and went in a flash. And a man who's about as fast as summer vacation. Fast when he wants to be, slow when he wants to be, but always somehow the right speed wherever he is. It's Dan K. Dan, welcome to the show. You've prepared a little something special for our guest. Yeah, the, the guest today, so I've got a box here that's already labeled with a, a shipping label. Uh, so to give a little backstory before we introduce this guy in, I've owed him gear for about a half decade. Uh, this has been going on for a while. Uh, every time I visited him, which is every year I've been to his rink, I've not brought said gear with me. So today I'm packaging some some Dan K Show mugs in here. We've got some got some bubble wrap for them. I've even got some tiki mugs for them from the Dan K Show. Tiki mugs series. are cool. Those are cool. I've got some T-shirts going his way. We've got a little bit of everything going to Haji Baby, who is on the show today. I have not, and not only, let me add to this, this lore. Not only did Dan K forget for five consecutive years to not ship this man goods that he has promised. He also, out of 18 NCDC draft participants, decided to not post his draft results either following the draft. So there is a bit of an issue <laughs> that I am. And he was one of the few care. coaches who actually helped us before the draft too. So really oh, just driving the knife in. He was the king of the draft. He was the first person to respond. He was the most helpful. I had the most information about his potential draft picks. And I said, you know what? I'm going to spit in your face. Thank you for the compliment. Let me spit in your face. Coach Dan Hodge, what's up, Hodge? Oh, gosh. That was an introduction. Uh, you know what's funny is, is you say you forgot for five years, but I certainly reminded you every time I saw you. <laughs> the thing is, like, you're, the amount that I was reminded of it, to, it shows you my mental capacity. I was not a guy who'd be playing on a Dan Hodge squad, okay? I'm not I'm not a mental's first defenseman. That's certainly not me. That's funny. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, how many X's are on those T-shirts? That's all I need to know. <laughs> oh, you've got enough X's there. You got. I've given you all kinds of choices between them two. You can you can dish them out. You can, 
Give Bring me the kids, you know, I got, I got, I got to outfit my kids so they can rock the Dan gear around town here too. So, <laughs> so we're just moving billboards, right? Little moving billboards. Coach, Love let's it. talk about the off season, right? I know you, you, you do the Hodge hockey camps. You, you've got Twin City you're building. You've got the draft that you just got passed. Like, where are we at right now in June? What does June look like for you? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. You think it's the scheduling is now is now the big thing, right? You get past the draft. You know, my 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 spring uh, spring session has just ended with my my, my personal camps, and, and now it's uh, <laughs> now it's on the scheduling. So now it's you know who you know who can come to me, when can they get here? You know, and now it's now it's kind of moving parts, fitting the pieces of the puzzle. But yeah, you know, it's an exciting time because you know uh, once June hits and George Kelly gets the, the schedule, the skeleton of the schedule out, that you know you're a couple couple a uh, couple months away. And it's like, it's before you know it, it's going to be September. I'll get right back on it. So uh, very exciting time because, you know, it's, it's, you look at the schedule and you look at the, you know, what am I playing this team? What am I playing that team? Where am I going here? Where am I going there? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting because you're, 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 you're wondering how everyone's going to be as, a, as teams and you're going to wonder how you're going to be. So it's very uh, nerve wracking, but exciting at the same time. Yeah. And you guys were a playoff team last year, consistently in that race up there in the North and, that's a tough division you guys play in. Can you kind of talk about how do you feel about the roster where it's at right now? Like, how much do you even know in, in June at the Tier 2 rank? Uh, it's hard because, you know, we haven't had our main camp yet. And, uh, you know, you, we lost uh, lost our captain, Blake Tierney, to uh, the school he's going to try in university. So that's going to be a big hole to fill. And, you know, we lost uh, eight of our age-outs uh, moving on to our two goaltenders were age-outs. So, yeah, we got a lot of holes to fill, a lot of questions, but you know that's that's again that's the exciting time of this year at the draft, and and you know and, and, and you know, the puzzle piece fits together, you know, and you just got you got to kind of build it. We got some good returners: Pat Last, Nolan Leonard, Jimmy Tatro, guys that kind of led us, uh, you know, up front. You know, Pat Last scored a huge goal for us against uh, the Cyclones. I mean, amazing. Uh, he is such a quiet guy, and yeah, uh, you know, he gets a uh, a nice sweep of goal there, but. Uh, yeah, so it's exciting, and you you know again it's it's the same message every year. Got to keep earning those spots, and you know nothing's given, everything's earned. So I think that's been a very good message for us, and you know it's, it's helped us out. You know again we we made the semifinals two of the last three years. We got to find a way to get past that round, though. Now you guys up there, first of all, I I love the I love Maine, just the entire vibe of Maine. We'll talk about some of our Broliage tours later on in the show. We'll stay away from that. We'll stick to hockey for now, but. You, you've got this this new expanse out west now in the NCDC. You add add a couple more teams in here. Kind of talk about the the your thoughts on on the expansion, the excitement, maybe the the competition that comes with it. Like like what what does this do for you guys up there in Maine? Well, it's very exciting because I mean you, you look at their I mean their their, their model is a lot different than ours. You know they get they're getting like a light old falls and not getting three thousand fans a night. You know so we have to provide the you know, the, the scouting aspect, you know, there's a lot of colleges around us and, you know, we're, we're definitely, uh, you know, we're definitely working hard and, and they're working hard and it, it's going to be fun to kind of see them at the end of the year and, and, and you know, have a, uh, uh, you know, a, I guess for lack of a better, a national champion, you know, West meets East and kind of go over there, but I, I'm excited about it. It's, it's great to see that the league is growing and, you know, you've got some really good markets out there. I mean, those, those are all Western, Western, you know, WCHL teams back in the old, uh, you know, the old uh, single A pro, pro days. So, you know, we're, we're, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I can't wait to kind of uh, watch them, see how they do. And, you know, they got a lot of good players. You know, I've watched a lot of their games last year and, and just, just different markets and scouting and watching, you know, hockey TV. And, 
you know, I'm excited about it, and I know they are, and and uh, you know, it's going to be a great, a great, it's good for the league for sure. Yeah, some real cross country rivalry is going to be building out there. You know, between Maine and Pueblo, Colorado. Yeah, Lucas, what do you got for coach here? I got to imagine you're sitting back there salivating about asking about the blue line and what it looks like right now. What do we got? What do we think? <laughs> well, we we joked in an earlier podcast that if you say defense three times, I show up and start firing pucks at you. Uh, <laughs> And I feel like you know you understand that mentality very well. And we've we've had a lot of conversations about, you know, your approach to defense and, and you know, things of that nature. But the one thing that I I really have enjoyed working more closely with the NCDC the last couple of years is being more a part of the recruiting process, um, being a part of especially the draft this year with the focus on your sixes or sevens, your younger players especially. Someone with your experience, which is extensive. How are you applying that experience now to these these younger generation players? What what is the look that you're trying to give these guys? Maybe what's the kind of guy you're trying to bring in? Well, I guess that, that's a that's a loaded question because the game has changed a lot since I was a player right? yeah. back in the like two thousand. But you know, you watch you watch the game now, and you watch you know the Kale McCars of the world, and you watch players of that caliber. That are you know up and down the ice and can jump in the rush at any time and, and you know can create offense but also be you know be Norris Trophy winning defenseman you know so it's you, you want to have some defensemen that can add um, add offense you know be good power play guys but you know at the end of the day the guys that, that lug the mail and the guys that, that are the the guys that pin their ears back and block the shot kind of make that first good outlet pass and, and, and don't get beat one-on-one on the corners. You know, there'll, there'll always be a job for those guys, you know. So, you know, you watch you watch the NHL finals, watching, you know, Florida, just you know, just dirt dog mentality and you got a high-skilled uh, a Vegas a Vegas team. So it's it's interesting to watch and to watch the two teams kind of the chess matches. Uh, but, you know, again, that's the, as, as you have to realize the game the game's evolved. Right? It's more of a, a fast pace. You got to be able to skate. You got to be able to move the puck. And you got to, you know, one thing I, I, you know, I always preach to my players is defensemen don't get pucks blocked from the shot from the, shot from the blue line. But for some reason, it always happens. But you know, that's that's one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest I would think I always mention in my D is get shots through. You create offense off those shots, and you watch you watch that game one. How many defensemen score goals in that game one for Vegas? Three of the was it three of the four goals were, were from defensemen, so getting shots through. That's just getting through screens. So you know, it's guys that have to play headsy and, and and know how to know how to move the puck, but also know how to get pucks through traffic. There is no no greater sinking feeling than watching one of your defensemen rip a shot, only to have it blocked five feet in front of him, and now it's a break the other way. That has <laughs> got to be one of the worst feelings as a coach. Just go, oh, really. Especially when the guy's on one knee coming at him, and he's like, "Okay, why aren't you just stepping re- left or right and just flipping in the net?" It's, it's, it's that, it's that mentality. Oh, I got there's a, there's a hole that big, you know, I can get it through there. It's I, like I playing get, golf. Yeah. It's like playing yeah. golf. Oh, right? yeah. Like, oh, I got this one little hole I can put that ball through, and and sure enough, it hits a tree branch and, and ends up going behind you. But uh, you know, yeah, it's 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 that it's that mentality of a hockey player. Yeah. I know I can. I know I can. I know I'm going to yell that, but if I don't get if I get it through, I look like a hero. <laughs> but nine times out of ten, it ends up going the other way, and you're just wouldn't not do that. 
Yeah, that, that's I saw saw a meme on a, on Instagram today, and it was literally me standing on a tee box, and it's oh man, that's a tight fairway to hit right there, and it's like me on my second shot, and it's from the woods with three trees in front. It goes, I think I got a little spot right there. We're good. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I feel okay. like it's if you, the thing with that mentality too, especially for golf, is I can hit that gap. Are you sure? Because you're hitting your second shot out of the woods, so yeah, you might not exactly. have the ability to to split that gap like you think. And 200, 200 yards of fairway to hit, but you couldn't hit that, but you can get through that little one thing. You know, there's, there's, there's that mentality. You think you can do it because I saw Tiger Woods do it one time, and he hooded it, and I feel like he got it through, so why can't I? Yep. Yeah, he calls it a stinger. I call it a top shot that rolls down the fairway. But <laughs> it is, it is, it is about mentality, um, which is actually shockingly enough, something I did want to talk to you about as well, because you have a lot of experience, obviously professionally, but as the, you know, a man that wears many hats at the tier two level, right? Right now wearing an absolutely fantastic hat, a whoopie pie hat. the whoopie pie yeah. hat. Gotta love that. But we all yeah. know that, that hockey coaches and ownerships and GM, you're wearing a lot of hats. You've seen a lot of players. You've seen a lot of players be successful. You've seen a lot of players not be so successful at the tier two level. Is there something that's the differentiator for you at the tier two level? Is it is it as simple as saying skill or is it about mentality? Is it about dedication, work ethic? What's been that 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 differentiator between a successful and unsuccessful tier two player? Well, it's understanding that it's a grind, right? And yeah, you know, I've heard it much in the playoffs uh, this year is, you know, got to play a 200 foot game. Guy I mentioned the other day, uh, Jack Eichel. Right. Yeah. Ever since he started playing for Cassidy, uh, you know, he's learned a 200 foot game. It's a grind. But, you know, again, like I, I look, I go back to last year. Right. We started out seven and three, hot as a pistol, top three in the DNP rankings. And all of a sudden we went, we lost seven in a row. It was like, wow, what happened? We were playing so well. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's how you, how you kind of bounce back from those. I didn't think we were going to win like, lost seven in a row. I'm like, I'm going to kill Dan K when I see him. <laughs> he gave me the curse. I said, you know, but, you know, you, you get to that mentality. It's like, okay, how are we going to push through this? What kind of team are we going to be on? We're going to get on the other side. Because everybody goes through it. Everyone has their, their down times and their, and, their, and their tough times. We went through it early. And, you know, we were able to kind of be smarter coming out of it. But, again, the, the, the biggest thing, is it's just a grind. It's a long grind. It's a lot of hockey. It's a different animal than a lot of players that were 18U, 16U players. Um come in expecting to be able to, well, hey, I did this when I was playing for whoever, and and it's not that way, because you're playing against men, 20-year-old men, and it's a different it's a different animal in a way, but, you know, I just try to tell guys, listen, there's a process to this, you got to stay with it. You know, I, I look at a kid like Blazer last year for us, you know, he was up and down with our premier team in the beginning of the year, wasn't happy about it, he didn't, didn't enjoy it, but he came, did both practices every day, worked hard, didn't complain, you know, waited by this time. And by the end of the year, our, our, our second line chassis and Thatcher were asking to play with him because he was such a hardworking kid. And I give him a lot of credit for that because that's not, not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. So going through the mental grind and understanding that there's a process is, is, is the biggest, the biggest thing you can tell every player is it's not going to be perfect every night. And you have to just kind of figure out what you can do to be successful that night. Yeah, we have converse, We had a conversation earlier today that's going to air differently than, than on this this podcast for the folks listening at home, but we had the conversation with Coach Mike Stanaway about college scouts, pro scouts, any anywhere you're going to play, they can't just take 
20 number ones, right? You can't, everybody can't be the leading scorer on their team. You need those depth guys. You need that guy who can grind on the fourth line for you. You need that guy who can kill a penalty. You need that guy that's getting on a knee and forcing that defenseman to take that bad shot. Like those guys are, are what kind of can shape a program and, and take them to the next level. And every team that wins a cup every year has that third or fourth line or both of them that'll come out and just hit you. Remember that St. Louis team a few years back that just punished everybody. Absolutely. It's been said a bunch of times, too. You know, you've seen it on, on social media. There will always be jobs for guys who work hard. You know, and just there will always be jobs. And you can always find a spot for a guy who's not going to give up, you know, give up a, you know, give up a shift or give up on any, any puck or any kind of any battle. You know, and there's always a spot for those guys. So. Now, Coach, we're going to put you through a battle. We're oh. going to put you into this show started – when Dan Kay was just a whippersnapper working with the Philadelphia Flyers, you'll see Lucas is hidden. This is like putting you in the Thunderdome right now. Yikes. Minor Chats was the name of this. It used to be a two-minute show that would show up on the Jumbotron. I'd talk to you for a minute. Then I'd ask you personal questions for a minute. The most answered correctly wins. Right now the leader is 14 correct answers from the Battle Creek Colonel's Tristan Jensen. I'll tell you, just be better than, for the NCDC scoring. If you beat seven, you're in first place in the NCDC. That's Tyler. What is that, Marku? Is it Marku or Hankel? Marku's next. Hankel's tomorrow. Oh. So this okay. is – Tyler Holsky is the only one in the clubhouse is an NCDC right now, and he's got seven. Right. Okay. He's so a smart you guy. have to beat seven to win the NCDC. I'm going to set the clock. It's personal questions. It's your – there's no wrong answers, although we did have one wrong answer so far. I'll explain what it was after we get done. Whoa. All right. Ready? Ready. Set. Wait, my glasses on for this? No, I'm just gonna read them to you. I mean, if you want to feel smart, you can. <laughs> it might be, it might be like an intelligence boost, like a like D and D style thing. Intelligence plus ten. Uh, all right, ready, go. What's your favorite color? Blue. Uh, what's your favorite sports team? Red Wings. If I stranded you on an island and you could only eat one food, what would it be? Pineapple. Uh, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Taylor Swift. Oh, <laughs> you can pass uh, if you need to. I gotta pass. All right, what's your favorite band or musician then? Google Dolls. Uh, favorite hockey player of all time? Ken Hodge. That's a great pick. Uh, Senior, not junior. <laughs> you're, at a, you're at a barbecue. Hot dog or hamburger? Oh, hot dog. Hot dog all day. Sunrise or sunset? What do you like better? Sunset. If we're rolling out, are you going to a diner, a drive-in, or a dive first? Oh, dive. Soup, salad, or breadsticks? Which one would you rather have? Salad. That's a great pick. Uh, where's your favorite place to go on vacation? New Orleans. Great choice. Favorite TV show of all time? Ooh, Family Guy. Uh, high scoring win or a shutout win? Shutout win. Uh, last question for you. Do you want a million dollars, Coach? What? Excuse me? Would you like a million dollars? Absolutely. Who would? Ah, that last question couldn't get that Last one. question always Just trips him up. Ap after the buzzer, I'm going to put the brief. Please put the briefcase of a million dollars back <laughs> in the ball. It'll wait till the next one. Coach, that was an official 12 out of you, putting you in second wow. place overall right now. Eat that, Holsky. <laughs> Beat Holsky by five. I'm going to tell you this much. Tyler Holsky really really marinated on every question i i don't that, that know taylor one's tough i don't i couldn't i couldn't tell you a taylor swift song i don't think <laughs> see me i i've said untouchable uh i knew you were troubles a great one 
Well, here, here's the question. Here's the question: Is it the, yeah. the, the Taylor Swift before she, her her catalog got sold, or Taylor Swift after the catalog got sold? This is the second time this Coming conversation has made the air. Uh, <laughs> hey, Lucas, explain. This is incredible. yeah. This is, I, I mean, like that uh, Coach Hodge knew this, and I didn't. Yeah, this is amazing. So I. I somehow couldn't name a Taylor Swift song, but I know about the catalog thing. And yeah, I, I love that she's doing that. That's great. Yeah, like that. Oh, Tim McGraw. She sang that song, Tim McGraw. That was like back then when she first started. And she apparently she toured with Tim McGraw because she wrote the song and got her famous. Yeah. That was Look it. At that. That's yeah, why I'm just going to be advising Tim McGraw again. That's fine. I wrote a song called Doc Emmerich. I'm still not an NBC. We're going to rebrand this podcast. Well known Taylor Swift facts. Not, not in depth. Well known facts. And then we facts. also have the Broliage tours, which we still have not officially set up. The LLC does not exist yet for Broliage tours, but we'll work on that before yep. we get too far. Fancy hashtag. We got a fancy hashtag. So broliage hashtag is great. Hashtag Broliage. We definitely are the only ones who own that hashtag. I like that's, it. That's going to be. It's been hashtag. established. If you have if. If you are a player and you are on the fence about going to Twin City to play for the Thunder, let me just sell you on the foliage. Okay, September, October, November, it is unmatched. Lucas, uh, let him in on the foliage idea. Yeah, so it's it's actually it's actually funny, Coach, because you pr- said you preferred Sunset, I believe, which yep. has crossover with the Sunset Boys, which truthfully, Dan, is, is a very similar message to the Broliage Tour, right? So the Broliage Tour... Yeah. is is an idea that a bunch of bros go into go to Maine on a trip and they go admire the foliage. You can book a horseback ride um, through the through the foliage if you want to do a quicker trip. You can do a camping weekend at one of our yet to be purchased but definitely luxurious campground sites. Um, you the whole point is that you and the you and the bros go out and you just kind of hang out. You spend some quality time. You get away from all the all the nonsense, all the the internet stuff, all the social media, all your responsibilities for a weekend, um, which is actually pretty much also the mantra of the Sunset Boys, a group of a group of people, Sunset Boys, Sunset Girls, Sunset People who just want to stay in the moment a little bit more, want to get away from the distraction. We all got high stress jobs, so why not take a weekend and just just kind of vibe a little bit? That's the big thing. I mean, when you said earlier, Dan, Dan was on a summer. When you said he was on a summer session, I was like, "Oh, sounds like a great IPA." Dan K's summer session. <laughs> Ooh, it's a hazy. It's a hazy show. Just, just, That's just throwing it out there. I'm just making a, that million dollar briefcase. Bring that back in. <laughs> nope, we're gonna keep that in the keep it in the safe. Keep it in the safe back there. The crew. Oh I've God, got I the same it. crew that Howie Mandel had on Dealer No Deal yeah. for the briefcase. But no, Coach, uh, let's get back into hockey here. I love what you guys do in Twin City. Uh, d- aside from making puck stacks that spell out DK for Dan K when I come to town, you guys got a great product on the ice. You got a great building you play in, and it's a great community. Can you kind of tell the folks at home what do they expect when they come to the LA area? And, and I'm not talking Los Angeles. I'm talking Lewiston, Auburn area there with this squad of Twin City. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, for, for the hockey, you'll see a hardworking team that kind of. And captures the city. Really, it's a hardworking city, a hardworking area, and you know, we try to we try to be we all we've always marketed this as the as the as the town's team or the you know the city area's team, and you know, and we want to make sure that we, we we do a good job representing it. Um, you know, it's a great city. It's it's you know they're they built they just built an Olive Garden down by the by the ring, so we're we're a metropolis now. So um, you know, it, it's an amazing it's it's an amazing. It's an amazing city. Everyone, you know, it's funny when you kind of 
junior recruiting. Where, where's that in Maine? What Maine? You think you're up near Norano, you know, where Maine is. You know, it's a, it's a great area. You know, there's there's some, some great skiing in the winter, you know, and it's a great place to raise a family. And, you know, come see yeah. some great hockey. And, and, you know, we really – I enjoy it since we moved up here from the Cape. It's been it's been a lot of fun, and we've really enjoyed it. And, and you know, Auburn's it's been very good to us. The rink, Norway's, Norway Saving Bank Arena has been very good to us. This is the 10th year. Um, you know, twin sheet facility. It's clean. It's 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 a, it's a the ice is great. Um, you know, and it's and, and it's a, and it's just a very good family oriented uh, arena. And uh, you know, they do a great job there. Yeah, and and you talk about it. It's a stone's throw away from Portland, Maine, which is possibly yep. my favorite city in the country. Right, like like it's a mm-hmm. great place to hang out, great place to walk around. Even in the winter, you can kind of get out there on foot. A little colder, but you still have fun and like. For the folks at home, this is this is an organization. Look at favorite NHL player of all time. I was teeing you up with that question, right? You, you look you look at that, right? Like you, you the, look at the family lineage in this Hodge family. Not junior, right? We're not rooting for junior. We're rooting for senior. That, that's where we're going with it. But you kind of for the folks at home who haven't had a chance to to meet Coach Hodge or, or see what you do behind the bench or just off off the air behind the scenes with this organization, it's amazing to watch the the what you do for this game and for these guys that play for you. It's fun for us to talk to you, right? For we, I always talk about it. It's easier to talk to guys like you who have succeeded at a high level in this game sometimes than it is to talk to some guys who are maybe didn't, right? It's something there's, there's no, there's no barrier. There's no wall. You texted me calling yourself Sonic the Hodgehog because I called you that one time at broadcast embracing it. it it's, you gotta love it folks. This is, this is a guy you want to play for it. And I, I gotta tell you, it's, it's great to see. Well, I, I actually appreciate it, Dan, because I really, I do, I do, I do care a lot about my players. I, uh, I've grown a lot as a coach over the, you know, 10, 15 years I've done this, um, you know, and I've learned, I learned, I learned more, I learned about as much from my players as my, as I'm able to teach my players. Cause you know, as I always say, you're never done learning and, you know, I know, you know, the game has changed and, and, and people have changed and, you know, it's a different, different game than when I played, but, you know, I, I try to do, do, do right by my guys. And any, any player that comes here gets a fair shake to earn it. It was an earned mentality, and I had to have that when I was a player. And you know, I make sure I try to pass on all my guys. But I do appreciate you saying that because I really do. I do. I, and I love when you guys come up. We have a blast. We always have some good jokes. Even when we're just talking on the, talking on the phone, you know, it could be a five second conversation, but there's always some some funny that some funny that's been said. But you know, I, I I love I love what I do, and I'm very fortunate. Now, Coach, how how are you going to dunk on Mike Anderson and Holski and Ejikate coming into the building? I beat Holski in the thing today. I dunked on him today. You dunked on You're already 1-0. One, one I'll call yeah, Coach Kelly. I, I was, I was five, oh, 1 and 5 against him last year, so I, <laughs> or 1 and 7 got in the playoffs, so you I got, got one. my one, one of them. <laughs> I'm going to call Coach George Kelly, tell him just, just chalk yeah. it up as a 1 0 win right That's there. It. That's it. It's yeah. one less yeah. road trip for you boys this year. Yeah. One less day on the road in South Shore. Yeah. You got them. You got the boys in Foxborough. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But how do we win this division? It's a tough North division, right? You look at IHC and Coach K. You look at Mike Anderson and the Boston Junior Bruins. You look at Coach Holsky with South Shore. Look at Coach Flanagan in Northern, the number one team last year in the division. And now Utica coming in. This is a, this is a tough bunch to deal with. Yeah, it really is. And it's a, it's a, it's a hard note. You know every game is going to be a, a dogfight. That's for sure. And you go in there and you got to have that mentality. And if you're not ready to play, you're gonna, you know, you're not gonna, uh, you're not gonna do well, you know. And if you look at our, if you look at our most of our games last year, uh, you know, besides a few outliers there, they're all close games, you know, overtime, one or two goal games, nothing, uh, nothing crazy, 
you know, just got kids out there competing hard. And, you know, it was, uh, it was amazing. Our playoff run, you know, our, the one, the one game playing with the Boston advantage was, was an intense game. You know, they didn't think they should have been playing it. We were happy to be playing it. <laughs> happy we won it. Um, you know, but it was, it was just kids playing hard and, and, and emotional. And, and, you know, that's kind of what, you know, our, I think the season in the North, it builds and builds and builds. And, and anybody that watches the playoffs, I, I know I had some friends that watched the playoffs, man, that was really good, high intensity hockey. And that's you like to hear, you know, and, and, and you get guys that can, the kids that can, that can play at that level and, and, and excel. And, you know, we, 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 uh, we kind of want that. And that, that, that's the way we look at it. And again, this division is so tight every year and, you know, there's not a lot. You know, no one's ever out of it. You know, you're always looking over your shoulder. You always are. And I, I, I go back to what I said earlier. You know, seven and three, and now all of a sudden we're ten and ten, and and we're 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 top of the division, and we're bottom of the division, and we're we're clawing our way back. And, you know, we were, we lost those games, and everybody kept winning. And I'm like, geez, everyone keeps <laughs> we keep losing. And you know, it was a, but we, you know we clawed our way back, and that's had the big games to win there at the end. And, you know, so it, it's always comes down to it always seems to come down to the last week. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great division. Yeah, the parody in the division, nobody was eliminated from playoff contention until two weeks left in the season. Like, anybody yeah. could have been in. You, you looked at it, you could have jumped from first. The Cyclones could have been out of the playoffs with a week left in the season. They also wound up being the one seed. Like, that, that's yeah. how crazy that North division, how crazy the NCDC as a whole was last year. I mean, look at the, the junior bros. You know, that's Mike. He, he said it himself. They didn't have a great season, a great start. But man, they were right there. They were, they were they 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 could overtaken us. It was it was really again. We just it was one of those years where again you kept looking over your shoulder. And it's like every other year, you're always looking over your shoulder and always always watching the standings. And you know you watch who's winning and who's losing, and and it it becomes it's a dogfight. That's for sure. Lucas, before we hit our parting words and let Coach get back to his off season grind, what do you got for him? Anything left before we hit the partings? I want to try to distill down the Twin City Thunder experience for any players that are out there, right? Any players who are thinking about Tier 2, the Twin City Thunder, they might not have had any experience in the Tier 2 region, the Tier 2 realm. Or you might be wondering, hey, the Twin City Thunder have come across my radar, right? And, And I want to see what it's about. What is a day in the life of a Twin City Thunder NCDC player? What does it look like for some people who may not know what that experience is and how it might be different from tier three? Oh, with us, I mean, again, I go back to our arena. Our arena is very, uh, very good to us. And they, they, we, we get a, we're, we're one of the only uh, teams on the ice in the morning. So we have, we have a very good leeway to be able to work with players, skill development, you know, before practice, goalie, goalie sessions, you know, and then we, and then we have our two hours of practice a day and, you know, we have our, we have our off ice workouts and, you know, some of the players work. Some of the players go to school. Some take some, some, some take classes. Um, so for us, it's all about building. I, I always tell players, you know, at the end of the day, when it, when you go to school, go to college, you have to fight for those positions on Friday night. It's all about time management. Not only hockey, like hockey. Hockey ends for us, everybody. The, the, your last game is always played sometime. Um, but. When it comes to schooling and education and getting what you need to be successful in the world, it's not all, not all about hockey. You know, you have to be able to, to to be able to you know handle your life and handle your business. And so I, we try to make it so it's not all. It's a, yeah, we, we we focus on the game of hockey, but also we try to focus on what kind of human being are you? You know, we we want kids here that are good people, 
as long as well as good hockey players. So, you know, we have a lot of players that, you know, that don't make it because they don't have the right character for us. You know, I think character is a big word in our locker room and in, in, in our, our, uh, our organization and kind of what we try to put forward as our, you know, that's kind of our mantra. You know, you have good, good character as well as being a hockey player because you got to be a good player, good person first in order to be a good player. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Got to fill every role, right? You got to be able to do. You got to be able to do a little bit of everything, and it's about diversifying yourself. We talk about guys as you're a brand, right? Whether it's your social media pages that coaches can see, whether it's your your play on the ice, whether it's your actions off the ice, it's you're a brand, right? And that's what we're trying to put together for these NCAA scouts and coaches. Is hey, I'm, I'm Nike, right? I'm not. I don't want to call out any brands just in case they sponsor us one day. Yeah. But I'm not Dan's uh, Dan's clothing line. I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm Nike. It's true. You want to be the top. You want to be the top brand. And you're always, you're, again, you want to, you're representing yourself and you're, you're your best advocate, you know, and how are you going to look when you walk out of the locker room? How are you going to look when you walk into an arena? You know, think of yourself as, I tell guys the same thing. Think of yourself as a brand. Are you Nike or are you Puma? You know, yep. <laughs> I mean, oh, not going to sponsor, sponsor. The they're not gonna, they're not sponsor me. I know that. <laughs> so whatever, you know, Nike, Nike, Nike is a, uh, the top brand, obviously, right? So, you know, it's one of those things where you want to be the top. I mean, you've got to be, and that's, you know, people, coaches want character guys. That's it. Lucas, Ricky Fowler never coming on the show now, notoriously sponsored by Puma. I don't think we were getting him anyway, but we're certainly not getting him now. Famously well, sponsored by yeah. Puma. Yes, that's true. I guess I put my foot mouth there, but. <laughs> no, it's great. Coach. We, we love it. We love having you join us here. Your parting words before we let you get back to things in the offseason here. What do you got to close things out for the folks at home? I'm uh, just excited. And I, I thank you guys for all the stuff you do for the league, for us, you know, the coaches. You guys do a fantastic job. And, and I just I can't thank you enough for what you guys do for us. And it kind of goes it goes unnoticed sometimes. But, you know, Dan, as you being the, the face of the show, Lucas, you, you, you work your rear end off. You know, again, you, you talk about the ghost and the thing, but <laughs> – there's also a guy climbing through the walls of the of the New England Sports Center trying to get uh, internet to work. So, yeah. talk about being selfless and being character. I mean, you guys are you guys are the heart and soul of it, and, and we love it, and, and I enjoy everything you guys do. So, keep up the good work, boys, and and we'll keep up the good work on our end. And for you NCDC fans, there are some cool things coming your way. Did someone say Dan K Show is going to have an NCDC only? weekly video podcast this year did someone say that we're going to be having ncdc player of the month podcast each month did someone say we're going to have all new branding for an ncdc power rankings did did someone say all those things are going to have to be edited by lucas did someone say that (laughs) well lucas we'll see we'll see if we can hire a fellow lucas i know someone who looks kind of like you who might be on the payroll this year so we'll see get him working on it me with slightly shorter facial hair Slightly shorter. So, Dan, as you have a, a Ken Jr., Lucas has a, a, a Lucas that is not a junior, but it's it's like Lucas if you squeezed him, like a tube of toothpaste. It's like okay. a taller, skinnier Lucas. That's it. I love it. I love it. So we might you might see him a little bit this year. But Coach Dan Hodge, we thank you for joining us. My parting words always go along with, with our, our coaches, with who we're interviewing. I want to go with a nice little phrase from a – an old president that I love, Teddy Roosevelt, he used to say, speak softly, but carry a big stick. And, and that can be used for, for politics and for foreign affairs. It can be used for a lot of things in life. But I think 
it can be used with, with our guest today, a guy who you didn't, you certainly didn't want to come to terms with along the glass at any point in his playing career. You certainly still wouldn't want to right now. But a guy who, despite five years of being deprived of goods that he was promised, despite <laughs> all the work he's done for us doing interviews and things, being left off of Dan Kay's draft results board, it's this guy continues to come through each and every day not just for us, not just for the league itself, but for his players. There's no better place to play. Dan Hodge, the head coach of your Twin City Thunder, the owner, the extraordinaire, the everything. The guy's out there setting pucks up to make DK for Dan K when he's when Dan K comes into the building. We're going to be there plenty this season, along for a scout cast broadcast as well. Stay tuned to the Dan K Show at dankshow.com to see what we will be up there in Maine with you, Maine, as we're excited to see you. We're excited to be there. When Dan Kay's on the mic, it's always hockey night. Thank you to all our sponsors. And the Pueblo Bulls are presenting sponsor for the 22-23 season. Thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey, The Dan Kay Show, presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about The Dan Kay Show, head to www.dankayshow.com.